Today on the DML News Podcast, masking makes a return, and we're going to say goodbye to another statue. This time it's William Penn. Plus, AOC has a new border strategy. We're going to play that one for you, and police police shootings are up. But we're going to end the program with a great video. So get ready, because it's all unfiltered. Dennis Michael Lynch gives you his word, and he will never let you down. He will always fight for America. The only one who really puts his money where his mouth is, is Dennis Michael Lynch. Hello, I'm Dennis Michael Lynch, and I thank you for joining me and my son, Denny, today on the DML News Podcast. Just a reminder now, with one week behind us in the new year, uh, it was the Dennis Michael Lynch podcast. Now it's the DML News podcast. Any with me here full time. We also have another huge amount of rollout uh, podcasts coming over this month. Just to name a few real quick. This morning on the DML News app, Team DML, and on Facebook, we introduced the first episode of a new uh, seven-day-a-week podcast that I'm doing called best pals. It's about health and wellness, and it takes you through the same journey that I have gone through uh, for many different aspects. A, losing all the weight I did. B, trying to uh, incorporate meditation and just kind of like chilling out a little bit. A whole bunch of different things that are going to be very, very useful to you. We launched that today, and so far the reception has been sensational. The Wine and Talk launched, uh, it's a weekend program, launched last Friday. You can catch that on Facebook or on the DML News app or Team DML. People loved it. We'll have that again this weekend coming. And also this weekend coming is the uh, first program that I've done, a first episode of a new program called Future Ready. And that is going to uh, include this weekend a sheriff who's going to come in and talk about how AI is creating havoc for law enforcement because of the new crimes of where they'll steal your voice. And uh, it's pretty it's pretty intense. You want to check that out. And then next week, Denny starts with his new podcast, his solo podcast called The Crazy Left. And then in February, you know, we've been talking to you every day here about these delicious shakes that Ryan's making. We have Ryan's Cafe That's going to be a podcast starting in February every other week, and Ryan is going to whip up snacks and shakes and everything else that are all healthy-based. Today, Ryan, we have a shake here. What is it? Uh, So today I threw in banana, organic peanut butter, soy milk, and unsweetened Greek yogurt. I like it. I like it. I mean, there hasn't been a shake so far that I haven't liked. What about you, Dan? I've been pretty on point. Yeah. feel the healthiness coursing through my body. (laughs) all right well with that being said masking masking you know there is a uh ryan i'm gonna want you to put this up there there i remember this like yesterday i i I go to your mother and i go to newport rhode island this is during the height of COVID, and they had a sign big huge banner you could see it in the picture that i put on instagram big huge sign said, please mask up. And I took a selfie of myself without a mask, because as you know, I would never wear one. And I said, I don't care how polite you ask me, I'm not putting a mask on. This country went through what I consider to be the biggest brain fart in the history of the world. We treated COVID as if it was the asteroid that was going to destroy us all. Meanwhile, It was a version of the flu as far as I'm concerned. 
And the masking was the one part I could never understand. And it has been proven time and again, and we'll get to that in, in a minute, but it has been proven time and again that it was ineffective. And yet, Dennis, because we've got the regular old cold and flu season, which now they're also going to call the COVID season, there are states and hospitals and institutions that are now forcing mask mandates once again. You got any detail on that? Well, it's it's kind of crazy because uh, I think a prime example here is St. Louis. They had issued um, an order a few days ago asking the city to to mask up, specifically you know hospital and federal employees or uh, state employees, and. This issue was declared by the uh, the health director of St. Louis. Ma- I'm going to butcher this name, but I'll give it a shot. Health director Matifadsta Halashwayo Davis. She's the one who issued the order. Now, what's interesting is that she issued the order because she said she saw significant increases in COVID-19, RSV, and flu. Now, you would wonder if the health director would actually communicate with the city hospitals and city medical centers to establish this. Uh, but it turns out she did not. She kind of just went off of her own merit and own declaration. In fact, there's... What was her name again? Mufasa? Matifadsta. <laughs> Who's Mufasa? Lachewo. Why do I remember Mufasa? Wait, 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 what was Mufasa? Lion King. Lion King? She's Mufasa. She thinks she's Mufasa. Who's, if, she well, thinks she's the king. Uh, let me... Let me see. These days? If, she's a, if she's a king, she's really bad at it. Mufasa. Mufasa wants you to wear a mask. Well, Mufasa here did not communicate at all with any of the staff or any of the other officials within the city. It's because she doesn't know English. Probably. <laughs> I mean, you got Mercy Hospital here responding to the order saying that this has actually been a typical winner. There's nothing out of the ordinary. So within 24 hours after they issued that mandate, they mm-hmm. rescinded the mandate. Ooh, Mufasa got knocked off the throne, huh? Not necessarily, because I think if it was anybody else in that position, they would be fired, reprimanded, or said to be, like, I don't know. But she didn't get fired because she is what? What color is her skin? She she is a black woman. Oh, so she clicks two boxes, black and woman, Mufasa on top of that. Lord knows where she comes from. They can't get rid of her, Dennis. They can't get rid of her. She's permanent. She has tenure. It's it's another box of checking needs to be the incompetence. I, I think if you're someone who is in that role, part of your duties or designation is to be in communication with all the hospitals you're in charge of. So how do you get elected the, or I should say promoted to the, you know, a, a very important role in the city and yet you're not in communication or competently speaking with anybody regarding what's actually happening. It just kind of makes you look like an absolute clown. You know, you're going to declare that, we got a record number number of all these cases, and yet it's really not all that out of the ordinary. If anything, it was more record a few years ago in their uh, 2020 to 2021 uh, flu season. And yet, you know, she's just going based off of what? Like, Does her, it her say in the article there? Does it say in the article there uh, when Mufasa was actually hired? Uh, sh- it, I could probably look that up real quick. If I, uh, I, I bet you, I, and again, I'm just throwing this against the wall, seeing if it sticks. But I get you. I I I guarantee you, Mufasa is a uh, result of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, also known as put people who don't deserve a position into the position just simply because of the color of their skin, where they come from, uh, and what is their gender. 
It's just my take. I'll say this. Based on what I can see here, she hasn't been in the role very long. Okay. It was 2020, 2021. She got put in there. At the same time as I don't want to make Mufasa sound like she is a standalone because there is another Mufasa. His name was Anthony Fauci. In fact, this week he's being grilled behind closed, closed doors. I wish, I wish Congress would have made this where he was being grilled in front of the United States of America. It's amazing how they negotiated that Fauci is going to be grilled by the COVID clan, whoever is on that, that team. We'll look that up as the week goes on. But he's being grilled right now by Congress about the COVID and COVID response. We have a video of Mr. Fauci and uh, basically what he said and didn't say, then said differently and said differently again about masking. Ryan, play Mufasa's video. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. I think everybody in the country who is conservative or at least right side of the aisle realizes the fact that Anthony Fauci is a complete idiot, a complete idiot, a fraud, a liar, everything else. So we've got two signs. I told you everything's I plan this studio like no other person. We have two different signs that we wanted to bring down. We brought them off the wall while we play in the video. I'm going to read mine out. Ryan, you can go center screen here. It says Finocchio, almost like Pinocchio. And it says, masks don't work, wear double masks. Virus not from Wuhan lab, it's possible that the virus came from the lab leak. NIH didn't fund gain-of-function experiments. NIH funded Chinese scientists. Okay? So fear, fraud, and Fauci. This was an actual cartoon that ran. What? You can't see it? Can you see it now? Now you can see it. Now you can see it. Okay. So I'm not going to read it again. You, you get what it is. See that nose right there? All right. That is the sign of a liar. This is a sign of somebody who wants to just send fear for his own personal gain. And there are so many others like him. Denny is holding a sign and it says, let's not return to face mask madness. And that was another article written. Right. But here we go. We're returning back to face mask madness. I am telling you right now, I am not going to put on a mask. I don't care how nice they ask. Thank God we live in the state of Florida because Ron DeSantis would never allow this sort of thing to happen. Thank goodness. In fact, his Surgeon General just came out last week and said, no more of these vaccines in this state. These things are poison, and yet they keep on selling this stuff. 
Dennis, there are studies, and I have one of them in front of me, but I want to get your take on this. There are studies that show that the masking does not work in terms of stopping the spread, whether it's a give or receive, does not stop the spread of any sort of respiratory virus, COVID included. But yet we're still going to, Mufasa is still going to put it in there. Yeah. I mean, there's been countless examples since it all started. I mean, you can start with kids. Uh, parents reported their kids going to school with uh, a red mask on, and then they returned with a blue mask on because they are switching it with, with other students in, in their school. And, you know, it, it's almost uh, translated to then when you look at adults, right? You, you're in a, maybe a grocery store and you're still touching everything. You're moving your mask to talk. It's, it's completely ineffective. So you wonder, okay, this little piece of cloth that's taped over your face if you're not in a uh, trauma surgeon setting, what is the actual purpose to it? Because at the end of the day, but people are reusing dirty masks. You've had people who couldn't find one, so they take one from like the bottom seat of their car because they have to go into the store with it. If anything, it is actual counterintuitive. It is more dangerous to be, in my opinion, wearing those masks the way that a lot of people were wearing them. Not to mention, uh, as just an unintended side consequence or a consequence, uh, the pollution and and uh, you know littering that came from the mask itself. I remember reading a study of how uh, much of them were getting into our oceans and coming up within in pollution and dirt washing up on 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 beaches. So it, it's Dennis it, to this day, you know, and I know, I guarantee you, I would bet all the tea in China. Am I allowed to say that, or is that racist? I would bet all the tea in China, all right, or all the fentanyl in Mexico. Maybe that's better. I, although it's really two countries of the same, right? Because China puts fentanyl into... So either way, I'm a total racist, I guess, because I'm bringing that kind of thing up. The point being is this. I would make a significant bet that if the three of us right now were to walk around the parking lot that this building is in, we're in a big, huge parking lot with a lot of buildings in it. I guarantee you, I would almost bet my life on it that around the perimeter, we are going to find... Old, dirty face masks. Would you agree with me? Totally. I think you'll find, I think, and I'm not looking to be perverted, but when I was a kid, you know, and you walked around, whatever, and you know, you saw like a used condom, they were all over the place. You would find more face masks out there than you would used condoms. Guarantee you that that kind of garbage is out there. The thing is this, Dennis, we had a guy on this program. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but it was a podcast that did probably about two years ago. Uh, there was a, a school here, and the school wanted the face masks to stop. It was a private school. And even though DeSantis said no more masks, the private school was allowed to continue. So the, some of the parents were up in arms on this, and I could understand why. I was one of those parents that was not happy about it. They hired an exposure expert, somebody whose expertise is what is making you exposed or not exposed to dangerous toxins, et cetera, so forth. A doctor is not an exposure expert, okay? This is an exposure expert. And that man testified in one after the next, after the next, after the next cases on these mandates. And every single time after his testimony, his side won. If you look at the picture we have up here right now, mask up, I think that is a good representation of what most people look like. And if you look at the side of that mask, the gaping holes that are there, the man on my program, the exposure expert, said, pick, pluck a hair from your head, okay? 
that is a thousand times thicker, bigger than a COVID germ. Now take that little tiny piece of hair and try to get it in and out of a mask. You do it perfectly well, unless that thing is taped to your face in the same way your skin is to your face. It's not going to work. And yet they're making people do this. Now, to your point, it makes people more sick, the breathing in of dirtiness, the respiratory. I mean, do you remember, Dennis, they were making kids wear a mask running track? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's freaking insanity. And it's people like Fauci who can go back and forth, back and forth, and they get away with this crap. They get away with it. And now all the articles, I just did not bet on this over the weekend, right? There was a whole thing in Fox News over the weekend. And it was that this Dr. Glatt from North Shore, I think North Shore University, I could be saying the hospital wrong, but North, he's from Long Island. And he said that masking still represents one of the best tools we have is stopping the spread of COVID. I want to be in front of him as Dr. Common Sense. And I want to ask these questions. And and if anybody could give me an answer, I'm willing to hear it. If masks are so effective at stopping the spread of respiratory diseases and things like cold and flu, why why aren't we looking back at videos from 1970 and 1980 when I was a kid? Why aren't I fitted with a mask because I can tell you the cold and flu season has always been a staple just like Santa Claus and Christmas always comes around every year so does the cold and flu season and never in my entire life before COVID hit was there ever a period of time when we were told to mask up at school at work at home at Christmas whatever it was so why is it all of a sudden now that we're going to start putting in mandates when we've never done this historically before And then number two, maybe more importantly, if masks indeed work and they are the number one or one of the top, let's say, two or three things to stop the spread of COVID, why did leaderships across the world, including the United States, and I'm talking about governments, why did they feel obligated to lock down this country? Why did we have to be locked down? Why did Australia and the UK and everybody else, China, have to be locked down? If the masks work, why don't we keep everything open and just wear a mask? You know, Can somebody answer me, Doctor Glatt? Thing, the thing is, our history has already kind of told us they don't work. The, I think the reason you never wore them in the seventies and eighties was because they tried it in the nineteen thirties when influenza was huge. That, that's kind of when the medical mask really like made its way, and it came out even then that you know if you're a doctor who's performing surgery, yeah, there's the benefit because you're preventing that drip into you know obviously an open open surgical uh, wound. But if you're someone who's just walking around trying to prevent yourself from catching the flu, it is not going to do that. If anything, you're just making respiratory problems for yourself when you're breathing in a a dirty cloth mask. Now, the reason why people wear these damn masks, Dennis, and the reason why they throw their whole common sense uh, out the window and they ignore things that you and I are talking about, like asking simple questions like, why all of a sudden? Why all of a sudden now we have to do masks? Is that they have been scared. They have been put into a... Uh, place of fear by the likes of Anthony Fauci, by the likes of Mufasa there out of St. Louis, and the CDC, and the FDA, and the WHO, and Bill Gates, and George Soros, and the Democrats, and Joe Biden. All these people have tried to scare everybody into saying, you're going to die if you don't wear that mask. And if you don't die, somebody else will. And so people don't know what to believe. They absolutely forget 
everything that they were told in the past, everything that they know in the past. We have centuries of information on the immune system, and yet all of it has been thrown to the crapper as if it doesn't exist, as if we don't know how the immune system works and how the body heals itself. It drives me absolutely crazy. And the question now becomes, and I want to hear this from you, and then I'm going to read from this study, do you think that if we have another round, and it's starting already, of these mask mandates, do you think people are actually going to comply? Or do you think we're going to see at least half, if not most, the population say, go screw yourself? And after you're done, Ryan, I'd love to hear what your two cents on this is. The only group I could probably see like fully complying at this point are state, city, and federal employees. Because I think if you're in that role, half of your role at this point is being worried about your job being lost or replaced with someone else. Because no offense, you are kind of easily replaceable. Sorry, Lady Director Mufasa. Like, you know, they're giving you a pass this time, but maybe your next really big screw up, they just put some, you know, other DEI hire in there. Uh, but I think for the most part, you know, your very average citizen who is just looking to continue on with their life and is done with the fear mongering and the apocalypse was coming in 2020, I think it's a lost cause at this point. And let's be honest, you know, it's 2024, very big election coming up. I think a lot of this is just constituted in the, uh, oh, this is all for health and safety concerns, and this is why we're not bringing Joe Biden out on the campaign trail. So, you know, I think, I really <laughs> do think, point. I think that, that there's so much coordination above our heads that we don't know about, and we always have to try and look up and, and figure out what's going on. Um, but I can tell you that this time around, unless you're just, you know, an MSNBC headline reader who's deep into the throes of thinking Biden is honest, uh, if you're normal, you're not going to comply to this. The only way to make it not stick is for people to push back and say, take your, take your mask and stick it up your ass. That's the best way to do it. A year ago, about a year ago, uh, there was a study, all right? And it, it, it was controversial in the sense that all the lefties came out screaming at this Cochrane this Cochran group for coming out with the study. But let me read to you uh, what we had here from the New York Post. Now, a new scientific study led by 12 researchers from the esteemed universities around the world suggests that widespread masking may have done little to nothing to curb the transmission of COVID-19. Published by Cochrane Library, the review dug into the findings of 78 randomized controlled trials to determine whether physical interventions, including face masks and hand washing, lessened the spread of respiratory viruses. When comparing the use of medical surgical masks to wearing no masks, the review found that wearing a mask may make little to no difference in how many people caught a flu-like illness, COVID-like illness. <laughs> I mean, come on. And probably makes little to no difference on how, in how many people have flu and COVID confirmed by a laboratory test. Next, the review compared medical surgical masks to N95 respirators. It found that wearing an N95 respirator probably makes little to no difference in how many people have confirmed flu and may uh, make little to no difference in how many people catch a flu-like illness or respiratory illness. The 78 studies looked at participants from countries of all income levels. 
Data was gathered during the H1N1 flu pandemic in 2009, non-epidemic flu seasons, epidemic flu seasons up to 2016, and the COVID-19 pandemic. So here we have the top universities, the creme de la creme, if you will, the professionals, the ones who are going to sit there and say, hey, man, there's a lot of bias going on. Because when you do read the study, it says the bias has really screwed things up. They stripped the bias out and they looked at the facts and the facts came back and said, these masks are not effective. We have nothing to show you to say this works. And yet they're jamming this crap down people's throats, making them more sick as far as I'm concerned. So I hope people push back in a huge, big way. Last word to you, and then let's go over to AOC, who's another person. She should just be wearing a mask all the time because it makes her look better. She's probably the ugliest-looking person in Congress, but that's you just know, me being that, judgmental. Well, but the thing is, as sad as that is, there are people out there, and it's almost shocking to even think about it, but there are people out there that advocate the mask simply because they like that it covers part of their face. There are people out there who must view themselves as like, and it's usually those on the left, uh, you know, just because, like, especially the overweight lefties, uh, they like wearing the mask because it just, I don't know, they think it conceals or gives them a different image or viewpoint. And it's just like, that's your reasoning for wanting a mask because you just hate your face that much. Like it's, but again, that, that does not shock me that that's their mindset. If anything, I mean, going into the AOC thing, cause it is about the border. Uh, we need to secure a border because the amount of illnesses that are actually coming over, like legitimate ones to worry about, like the fact that leprosy is making its way back, uh, is probably a lot more concerning. So do you want to... Uh, yeah, no, I'd love to, I'd, love to, I'd love to get into that for a second, but I just want to, I want to remind everybody, you know, so, so, we, so we had the, the masks, right? So let's just get a piece of paper and pretend that that's a mask. So I want to remind everybody about these mandates, right? So the mask is not like this. The mask, most people like this. Remember how many people wore it like this, right? Or like, you know, in the sides or whatever. How about you have to wear a mask until you're eating? Remember this one? So if you went down like this and you just were eating, then it was, it was okay. Somehow, somehow, COVID said, oop, Dennis is eating. Mufasa's eating. Hold on. Wait. Let's play it fair. Wait until he's done with his uh, chicken cutlet. And then once he's done... Go in and get him. If he doesn't go like this. Never forget, folks, that we put somebody on the moon. We put people on the moon. But Dennis, what's the one thing that they're wearing? (laughs) They're wearing a mask. You want to know why? Because you can't breathe up on the moon without the help. But unless you're going to the moon, you don't need a mask on your face. That's it. Go ahead. Let's play AOC's video. Play AOC. Somebody put a bag over her head, but let her breathe, so cut a hole. All right, go ahead. Play it. From all parts of the political spectrum, one of the biggest issues that we have when it comes to immigration is the fact that we have an undocumented population. Mm -hmm. Now, you can fix that by trying to build a wall or you can fix that by trying to document people and create a path to citizenship. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll have folks 
that might say, look at these systems, you know that our shelter system has weight and things like that. But one of the reasons that our public systems experience weight is because people don't have a documented and reliable path to work and sustain themselves, mm -hmm. just like all of our ancestors did and our, and our grandparents and great-grandparents. Okay, Dennis. You know, I put a video. So we do this thing every night on the DML News app. It's called the DML 2020-2024 video. And it's designed to be a short 30-second to 90-second, maybe once in a while, 120-second uh, video that we will post on social media, and it's intended for you to share. I just posted one. Uh, I think it was on Friday night. It was one of you. It's from a prior show. And you had said that you were very concerned that amnesty was going to start being a word that people were going to start to hear. And I disagreed with you. I pushed back, saying no, because they can't get it passed unless Republicans cross over. And you said, uh, excuse me, <laughs> we've got Republicans who would love this to happen. So I've sort of said, oh, maybe the kid's right. Lord knows you've guessed a lot of things right. With that said, AOC here is starting the conversation. Didn't say amnesty. Starting the conversation of legalizing these people. And that's how you're going to solve the border crisis. Do you believe, uh, based on AOC being one of the most influential people, believe this or not, in Congress, uh, definitely probably the most videoed um, person in Congress, meaning getting clips out there, do you think this starts a new process of finding a solution through amnesty? Uh Again, I think I would probably rely on her expertise for the makings of a martini compared to how to solve the border, uh, especially consider. It's just funny because in that clip, you know, it's the Daily Show and, and no one really has watched that for years. But it, it's all, I can only imagine the uh, card in the background for the audience to say, you know, clap after she says this, you know, a zinger, you know, or you can fix it by documenting people. And, and it's just, it's such a broad statement with actual no context or, or no detail behind it, which is kind of a big thing with, with Democrats. You know, what do you mean by documenting people? Just by giving them the citizenship with no background check, with no uh, medical history background check, with no idea of like where they're actually getting placed. Instead, they're just throwing a bus and, and you know, the, everyone else will figure it out. It, it's, it, it's sad, but... It's letting or leading to the credence here of are we going the pathway of where Biden and everyone who is kind of in his team, are they going for the, okay, the best way to solve what's going on is just amnesty. And you know what their excuse is going to be? And I hate to say it. They're probably going to reference Reagan. They're probably going to reference what Reagan did by giving the amnesty uh, to the illegal immigrants during his tenure. And that's probably going to be their selling point to try and get, you know, Republicans over uh, onto their side, which hopefully if you're smart enough, you will not fall for that. Because as we know, when you give amnesty to the suspected number, turns out it's greater in that actual capacity. What happens when you give that capacity, you know, legal citizenship, they become voters. And when they're voters, they're going to vote for uh, Democrat and, and for Biden. So this is, I mean, it's already what, first week or second week of January. And the fact that they're getting someone like AOC who 
you know, again, is mindless in anything that she does. She's accomplished really nothing. And yet she is somehow one of the most successful, I do quote marks, people in Congress in the fact that she has mobilized the younger generation and being so invested in her that she's still, you know, getting interviews like this. But the fact that maybe she's one of the forefronts of starting to say, you know, we don't really need a wall, just document them. Mm. And applause without really, you know, maybe questioning that plan. Uh, so I'm a little fearful in that. I think maybe that might be the big black swan, truthfully, is, all right, do we fix this by just giving everyone a citizenship card? You know, I want to give a little bit of color as to what that looks like. First of all, if there were to be any level of amnesty, any level of amnesty, let me just remind people of things that they may not be thinking about. On the surface, yes, you are rewarding people for breaking the law. That's number one. Okay, so people get pissed off at that. Number two. Uh, you are completely legalizing them to have all the same rights that you and I have. They could go get a job. They could get the driver's license. They get all the they, they could get all the benefits. Everything they already get a lot of that anyway. One of the things that people don't recognize is that these people will now be eligible for Social Security, and we're going to have a lot of people, a lot of people who have been in this country for fifteen, twenty years who have been working and sending money out of the country, and now they're going to be able to collect Social Security. We already have a Social Security deficit as it is. Uh, We talked about it three or four times already on this program this year. 3.2 or 3.4% increase this year doesn't keep up with what it is that's happening in the cost of living and inflation and interest rates and everything else. We have uh, Plan B going up by $9.80 a month for senior citizens. There's just no way that we can put millions upon millions upon millions of people. We have no idea of how many people we have that we're talking about for this. We are now going to put them on the basic, on the, on the, on the safety net programs. We're going to put them into the entitlement programs. We don't have the money. Now, you talked about Reagan. When Reagan was giving his amnesty, the deal was we were going to get border security in exchange for amnesty. We never got the border security. Clearly, look at today. Obviously, there's no, there's no security whatsoever. And Reagan sold people on the idea that it was going to be 1 million, and it turned out to be nearly 4 million people that we know of that got that amnesty. Now, if we do the same math, Dennis, which basically is about, let's just call it a 1 to 4 ratio, For every one person that Reagan thought he was giving amnesty to, he actually gave it to four. So he thought he was going to give it to a million. It turned out to be four million. Well, how many times have you heard, how many times have you heard, Ryan, in the last few years, 11 million, 11 million, 11 million. Well, now some people have actually brought it up to 20 million. And I'll I'll, I'll refer to something that was back a couple of years ago before I think you guys got into, uh, into this business. There were professors, Ivy League professors, sort of like the same kind of people who did mask mandate testing. And these professors thought that it was insane to claim there are 11 million people illegally in this country. It's far less. That's just a right talking point. And they did a very comprehensive study. When they came back with the study findings, they held a press release, a press conference, and they said that they were grossly wrong 
that they, based on their estimates, believe that there is between 20 to 22 million people. So here are people who started out with the concept of, we're going to prove those righties wrong, and it turned out to be that the righties proved the lefties wrong. So if we use their number of 22 million at the highest level, let's look at the worst case scenario, 22 million and use the same one to four uh, ratio of mistake that the government made with Reagan, we're looking at approximately 80 million illegal aliens to be given amnesty, which also means now, Dennis, that they wind up going into the pool of chain migration, which means that if we give Joe from Mexico his amnesty and we give Muhammad from Iraq his amnesty, Muhammad's entire family tree goes in the line and so does Joe from Mexico, their entire line. So we're talking about giving 80 million, but now taking the line and probably making it, no, no crap, half a billion. The country will collapse. It's almost at collapse right now. We just played a video the other day from that Denver mayor who said, hey man, we're, or no, it was the Chicago alderman. The Chicago alderman said, we have cities because of this that are ready to collapse. Denver said, hey, our budget next year, it's going to take up 15% of our budget to pay for all these people who are putting zero into our country. So when you look at what an amnesty would look like, aside from a voter pool for the Democrats that will make it impossible for Republicans to ever win another White House, let alone local and state elections, you are talking about economic collapse for cities, states, mom and pops, and I think the biggest, hearted, hardest hitted area in this country would be that of the medical health system. The medical health system already, and this is why I'm so big on this Best Pals podcasting, the medical system as it is today I have learned firsthand over the last three years, I think I've been at the hospital, it's got to be a dozen times minimum. To get an appointment with a doctor is impossible. Here in Florida, you could be waiting as much as three months. You go into the emergency room, unless you are actually falling on your face with a heart attack, and even then, because I went into the hospital one time with chest pains, and I was still sitting around for 15, 20 minutes waiting for somebody to get me. You go into these emergency rooms and they are filled with non-English speaking people who have splinters, colds, uh, you know, hanging toenail. It's going to literally ruin any healthcare system that we have. And you may recall when you and I did, I think it was They Come to America 1, you and I went to the Miami health system and we interviewed that woman and she said we have so that there was so much medical uh, services left open unpaid. I think at that time in her system is well over a hundred million dollars no, from illegal aliens, nobody paying the bill. Eventually somebody's got to pay it. It's the US taxpayer. I know I went long there, but it's my ballywick. I, I don't even think she's in that role anymore. Uh, no, she's not. Yeah. She, she's not. She probably spoke too loud about how it is that the illegals are kicking, kicking, well, kicking. I was going to say, imagine what that number is now. 
Oh, we did that 10 years ago. It's, so. it's, it's insanity. Um, you know what else is insanity? Just to move to another topic, Dennis. What the hell is going on with this William Penn statue in Pennsylvania? Tell everybody what the hell has been going on here. Uh, well, the Biden administration, yet again, is looking to either erase or alternate uh, history. So if you're familiar with William Penn, he is the Quaker who basically founded Pennsylvania. And I think what's ironic is that if you actually look into his politics, he was pretty liberal. Regardless, uh, he is a staple statue in Welcome Park in, I think it's Philadelphia. Uh, but again, in Pennsylvania, Biden's home state. Uh, and Biden has decided that he should no longer be in Welcome Park because he's not very welcoming to Native Americans. Again, even though his politics, if you look into William Penn, is pretty friendly towards Native Americans during his time. But Biden, in his decree, just like he did with Arlington Cemetery uh, with the Reconciliation Monument a few weeks back, said it's not inclusive enough and it's not you know, uh, representative of the true history. So it's being torn down and it's going to be replaced with Mufasa. Mufasa? Probably You're going to put Mufasa? Probably. Mufasa. Just who knows? Something, maybe George Floyd, because, you know, that's that's what everyone looks up to now. Uh, <laughs> George Floyd statue. I mean, li- the man's name is literally in the state, William Penn, Pennsylvania. Uh, there Again, it's not like he even served during the Civil War or any kind of, like, there's nothing uh, super controversial even with this this guy, this man. And again, if you look through his politics, he was uh, pretty progressive in, in the sakes of someone for his time. And uh, maybe he's looking down from the skies above and realizing, man, maybe I should have uh, been a little more sturgeon considering that, you know, statue that's just supposed to honor my memory is now being removed after being there for, you know, hundreds of years. So uh, it's the basis of Welcome Park was, was his presence. So I don't it's almost like what's even the point of the park now? Uh, and I really want to know, did the Biden administration interview a few Native Americans to say, are you offended by this statue? I I don't know what the purpose of their removal is other than uh, just trying to change the history and fabric and iconism of the country, because it doesn't make any other sense. Ryan, let me ask you a question. If um, if 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 we, no pun intended, pen a letter about the saving of William Penn, and we promise that we'll put a mask on the statue, do you think the Democrats will let it stay? I think they would let it stand and make a whole media storm about it. That's right. So, you know, Dennis, the only thing that's a little bit more sickening to me than seeing these statues be pulled down for absolutely no reason. I mean, there's not even good Wendu addressing here. I mean, this it's just... It's the equivalent of saying wear a mask. You know it does nothing, but you're just trying to send a point of we can tell you what to do, whether you like it or not. And even though most people would say, do not take down that statue. I didn't even know who that statue was of. They're still going to take it down because they're trying to reflect that they have the power and we have none. You know, I I incorporated into my morning briefing. And as you can imagine, you know, the response is it's just like this can't be real. Right. And I have a response here little uh, uh, non-PG friendly, not too bad, but it's from a person from Philly and he writes, he's night. I'm a born and raised Philly guy. Welcome Park needs to be more welcome, question mark, more DEI friendly, question mark, horse shit. What about the statue of William Penn that stands high above City Hall in Philly? Because 
again, prominent guy. There's a lot of statues of him. Are they going to remove that one as well? These evil asshole Democrat liberals have to go. I say we give Joe Biden a Philly soft pretzel to munch on. I've, I have friends who are from Philly, and if you're Philly, you're 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 a proud Philly. I mean, just ask any Eagles fan. Uh, I can imagine how pissed off someone must be if you're someone who walks by Welcome Park. I mean, Philadelphia. I had field trips there, and I've just been recreationally too. It is a probably one of the top three historical cities of the U.S. I mean, you can feel the history based on uh, some of the architecture there. And it's just criminal. And what's really messed up, Biden is from there. It's not even like he's just choosing some random state or like, again, Arlington Cemetery, that whole process. A judge blocked it from happening, got overruled and got removed anyways. But the fact that Biden's going to his own home state and saying, we need to remove this statue that's been an icon for, for decades, it's... It's like what this guy just said. It's, it's just evil. Well, if you're reading into it and you're trying to figure out maybe why they're doing it, uh, it could be one of a few things. Number one is he may have gotten a donation from somebody or some corporation or whatever who is totally radical left and said, hey, by the way, uh, it's an election year and we're not going to be supporting you again unless you do some of what you promised. And we talked to you at that one dinner where it was $1,000 a plate. And you promised that you would take down the statue and you haven't. So I believe that, now I may not have the story exact, but I believe ultimately this is influenced by the fact that Pennsylvania is indeed a swing state. Uh, It has been decimated by the policies of Joe Biden, the anti-energy policies, the anti-manufacturing policies of Joe Biden. Pennsylvania is getting its ass kicked. So when he looks at this, it's probably driven by some special interest group or group of donors who said, you never took down that statue, take down that statue. And now what Biden's trying to do is just saying, hey, Pennsylvania, I haven't forgotten about you, although I did really crush you. He crushed Pennsylvania. He crushed Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio. He still hasn't been there, hasn't been there at all. And this is the ballywick of what Joe Biden says he's all about. Hey, I'm from that area. I'm from Scranton. You know, my dad always says a hard day's of work. He starts that BS, and yet he's done nothing for those people who are out there trying to make a hard day's work, make it so this way they could live the American dream. So his best response is, let's take down a statue. Let's remove the guy who actually formed this state. That's why it's called Penn... Sylvania, you know, Pennsylvania. Maybe they're going to change the name of the state to Mufasa. I have no idea. That's where we're headed. Mufasavania. Mufasavania. But the more uh, pressing thing that bothers me even more than ripping down a statue is the last story that we're going to cover very quickly here. We have some statistics that is sickening about the police and how many cops were actually killed in 2023. What do you got, Dennis, on that? 378 police officers were shot this year, last year. 378. That's more than one a day in the United States of America. 60% increase um, since they began tracking that data in 2018. It was through um, the National Fraternal Order of Police, like when they were doing their studies, 60% increase in the last five years. In the last five years. So think about that. You have Obama... Then you got Trump. You've got Biden telling you that, uh, that that Trump was a nightmare. Horrible. Just so you know, too, 46 of those officers were 
actually killed by the gunfire. So you're looking at kind of a lot of death snare when you're looking at the grand scheme of it. So these are men and women who every day put their gun and badge on, go out and try to make society a safer, better place for basically strangers. They don't know who they're dealing with. They have to go in and always be kind and nice and helpful to complete strangers, even people who spit on them, okay? And these are people who are going out and have families. They're trying to support their families at the same time as trying to support their, their, their communities. And Joe Biden and the Democrats totally turn a blind eye to them. They come up with things like defund the police, which automatically sets a, hey, why don't you just hate that pig? That's a pig. I, I talked about, you know, we talk about these little videos that we do. One of the most viral videos that I've put out so far in the last two weeks is one that we discussed about a video clip that I had seen on Twitter of two cops standing there in a corner and two six-year-old, I'm going to say they're about six years old, two six-year-old black kids are sitting there kicking the cops in the shin, calling them effing pigs, and the parents are sitting right there. And, you know, so instead of taking down the William Penn statue, instead of worrying about masks that are supposed to protect you but really don't, how about starting to stand up for the people who really do protect you? And that is the police. A cop being shot, you know how it is that you end that, Dennis? There should be a national law. If you shoot a cop, you are going to jail for the rest of your life. If you kill a cop, you are executed without a trial. There you go. That ends this whole thing. You'll never see it again. Because let me tell you something. If you go in, God forbid, and go after and shoot uh, you know, anybody who's in Congress or anything, you're done. You're done. But you shoot a cop, eh, no big deal. Cost of doing business, I guess. It's pathetic. But uh, last note to you, and then we're going to end on a good note. Go ahead. No, I was, I was even just going to mention um, how that judge got jumped last week. You know, like I mean, to your point, you said the politicians, judges too. I bet that man who tried jumping that judge uh, will be living behind bars likely for the rest of his life. But to your point, that same measure needs to now be brought over to cops because this is just accounting for how many got shot, not even shot at. Yeah. You know, and so it's just, it, it really is a line of duty that, you know, uh, everyone has their take on cops, but at the end of the day, they signed up to serve in a role that most people don't want to take on. So the fact that, you know, they're, they're putting their life at risk every day and getting targeted and, 378 of them were shot last year. It's a little mind-boggling that this happens in, in this country. The next time that you are with a Democrat, maybe you're married to one, maybe you have a friend who's one, maybe you have a co-worker who's one, remind that Democrat about how it is that things like this are happening under Joe Biden's watch and see what they say. See what they say. See what their response is. You know, let, talk to them about how much money they're spending on food and gasoline and credit card uh, payments and ask them if they're really going to vote for Joe Biden and the Democrats again. Have they had enough? When does it actually end? When does it end? That being said, Dennis and I and Ryan and Ashley, we have, we have said no matter what we do, we're always going to try to find a bright spot for you in this program. Denny found a great bright spot, to, bright spot today. It's probably going to give you chills. If you, if you love America and you feel as if you're a patriotic person who really cares about the stripes and stars, 
take a look at this. Dennis, what is it, for those people who are just listening, what is it that you're about to play? Uh, it is actually the American uh, hockey team for the Juniors League. Mm-hmm. They, uh, this video comes from them actually beating Sweden in a match, and it is all the, the very much so young hockey players, arm and shoulder together, uh, proudly, I should add, singing the national anthem, not hands behind the uh, back, just going through the motions. Like, I mean, really. Like, like they love it. Like, they're into it. Yes. Ryan, yeah. play the clip. We're going to end on a good note. That being said, one more time, running it down, okay? You've got the Wine and Talk podcast. It was last Friday. You can catch that on the DML News app under the podcast tab. You can also see my uh, Best Pals uh, podcast, which started today, 7 a.m. It's up there, but it's up there for for good once it goes. But 7 a.m. every single morning. Look at episode one today. Get yourself going healthy for the new year, especially if you're seven days, eight days, nine days in, wherever we are at this point, and you haven't really done what you promised yourself, go take a look at that. You're going to absolutely love it. So those two things there. And plus, this coming weekend, don't forget, we start off with episode number one of Future Ready and my interview with a prominent sheriff here in Florida. Going to give you all the information you need to know about the dangers of AI. But until all that other jazz starts, do not forget to chime in tomorrow with your comments. Chime in today with your comments on teamdml.com and on the DML News app whenever it is that you see our podcast and on Facebook when we do post our clips there. Please hit the share button. On behalf of Denny, Ryan, my daughter Ashley, all of Team DML, we wish your family every single prayer there is. May God bless you and your family and the United States of America. God willing, we'll be with you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Get the Dennis Michael Lynch podcast every day by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and download the DML News app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store for breaking news, merchandise, films, exclusive content, and Team DML.